The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Ball sends it over to Edward Robles. Go and surname FC. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of Insert Name FC, a member of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Um, no error this week because of, well, if you guys want to reference, it, to, uh, Monday was the first day of school for Edward's sons. And so he was pretty busy with that because, because he had that. He also was late to work. Um, so he basically couldn't uh, work. He wouldn't be able to. If if we were to have had Edward on, he would have probably been uh, sleepier than usual. And so, um, obviously, it'd be for the best for him to just not uh, not be in the episode. Um, and because it was so short notice, it was just going to be it was going to be uh, a little harder to find uh, someone to fill in. So I just said, "F it, I'll just do this episode by myself." So that's what's going to happen. Um, usually. When it's just me, these episodes do end up being a little shorter, a lot shorter than than normal. So I do try my best to like, uh, you know, talk as much as I can. But obviously, you can only do so much when it's just you know a one sided conversation. So, but yeah. So in this episode, we're going to have trans uh, overreactions. I'll still do my overreaction for the past week. Do transfer talk. Um, you know, we got some headlines to talk about. One really big headline that's going to probably be majority of this episode. Um, there is a debate topic. I will share uh, that that as well. Player announce our players of the week and give you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend. There is some pretty interesting matchups happening this weekend, so make sure you guys. We'll, we'll let you guys know what's going on. And normally, I don't like doing this by myself, but because. This is, you know, the opening weeks, the opening month for the soccer season. I'm going to go ahead and still continue on doing the three up, three down. Uh, Spencer and Edward did not send me their 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 three up, three down, so it'll be just me, and it'll the three up, three down will be, of course, on the new this season's La Liga jersey. So, which it kind of sucks because obviously this is the league that me, Edward, and Spencer are more invested in because our favorite clubs play in in uh in La Liga. If you guys didn't know, um, Spencer's an Atletico Madrid fan. Edwards a Barcelona fan. If you guys didn't get notice that yet, um, and of course I'm a Real Madrid fan. So, uh, so it, it kind of sucks that we're not gonna cover uh, English Premier League together. But uh, you know, nonetheless, it's it's still, you know, want to. I promised you guys we were gonna do it, so we're gonna go ahead and do it anyways. So it'll just be me. So pretty probably be a pretty quick episode. Um, I did say last week that. There's a probability that there won't be an episode next week. Um, there most likely will be an episode next week. Um, I'm not going to El Salvador till 
the following Saturday. So I will be able to record uh, one more episode before I depart for El Salvador, uh, just for family stuff. Nothing, nothing bad, just, you know, a birthday. But uh, also, um, I kind of want to just take a break, um, you know, uh, still unemployed, but like, I don't know, man. Um, just, I feel like, you know, especially I had an opportunity to go to El Salvador and, and if I got a job uh, right now, right away, then obviously I wasn't going to be able to request time off to go there because um, most jobs, they don't let you use PTO till six months, uh, you know, as early as I've heard, I've heard it was six months. So I thought it'd be best if I just try to, you know, take advantage of the time that I do have right now and, um, and, and go see my family and, uh, you know, um, just, just take a, a while to relax for a little bit before I go back to working. But yeah, I, I felt like it was much needed. Um, hopefully some opportunities, uh, pop up while I'm gone. But like I said, man, I, I thought, I felt like I really needed it. So that's the reason why, but there will be an ep- a new episode next week. Uh, I'll remind you that as well, but, uh, that's really, really all I got to say for this first part of the episode. So we're going to go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with overreactions. Spring has sprung and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning. They've already helped you tidy up all the nooks and crannies of your body's basement. But this year, Manscaped can help you get the perfect presentation on that beautiful face with the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Make sure you look your best this spring by using code BELLYUP20 to get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. It's time to tame your mane with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. The sun is peeking back out, which means you'll have to show your face in the daylight again. So use the kit to make sure your scruff looks award-winning, whether you got glorious beard flow or some smooth, sleek cheeks. The kit starts off with the Beard Hedger, a waterproof cordless trimmer with a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair-cutting lengths, all with one guard. So no more messy drawers full of add-ons. It also comes with the titanium-coated T-blades that are tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to a single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech piece of art in a travel-sized package with a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. So what are you waiting for? Save 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUP20 at manscaped.com. Focus on the face and use the Beard Hedger Pro Kit for the cleanest look in the game. And we're back. Okay, so overreactions from the week before. And I'm going to tell you this right now. My overreaction uh, from this past week is Xavi Simmons is really good. Um, I mean, that's probably not a big overreaction, but like, I mean, watching him in that RB Leipzig game, uh, literally somehow the ball was just, uh, you know, attracted to him because the ball kept coming back to to Xavi. But that was just a really impressive goal, just an impressive run. Uh, the kid is, 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 a, I think has the potential to be very special. Um, and so I still can't believe PSG didn't just let him stay with them for this season, because I think that this kid is, 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 is ready to play with them. Um, but Hey, you know, their losses RB Leipzig's gain. Hopefully, I mean, they just finally won a game. So, I mean, can't really say much, but my overreaction reaction right now is that Xavi Simmons is definitely 
a player that's truly special to watch. So that's my overreaction for this one. Transfer talks. All right. Uh, Jordy Petrovic of of uh, the New England Revolution goalkeeper. He is going to join Chelsea. So another New England Revolution goalkeeper going to the English Premier League. Weirdly enough, also going to London. Um, I mean, obviously now Matt Turner is over at Nottingham Forest. But, uh, yeah, Jordy Petrovic, man, has been really solid, <laughs> really good. You know, a lot of people were concerned about um, what was going to happen after Matt Turner left. And, you know, I think they ha- they found another gem in Jordy. Um, I don't. Um, I think he's going straight to Chelsea. I don't think he. I. I don't. I'm not entirely. I don't think he's going to take a loan because, um, uh, it seems like. Well, obviously, because it's the season. The you know the Premier League season started, so I'm assuming that Jordi Petrovic will be with Chelsea. But hey, another. And you learn, and and it's funny because the 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 club. Ugh, I don't know why I'm struggling with words right now. The club within the MLS that has actually fed the most players to Europe actually has been New England, and it's crazy to hear that because obviously, you th- you know, especially with like recent, probably not Atlanta United, but like FC Dallas is probably a team that I think of a lot when it comes to a lot of players going to Europe. You know, Weston McKinney, Brian Reynolds. Um, uh, Pepe, you know, I, I believe, uh, Jesus Ferreira, there's like rumors of him possibly going to Cadiz, um, you know, things like that. Like I always thought of, you know, FC Dallas, but I, I think also it's fair to say New England revolution has been, well, I guess New England and FC Dallas are both like original clubs in the MLS. So, um, but New England, I guess, just has been really fortunate with with getting more transfers done, or just people haven't been paying attention to New England as of lately. But but there's that. Uh, Lewis Hall joins Newcastle on loan, so good move for for Lewis Hall. I'll say Bayendir is joining Manchester United. Uh, the Turk. So obviously, Manchester United isn't necessarily in need of a starting goalkeeper, but they do need a backup. I know I'll say uh, I'll say Um I've I've heard some like mixed feelings. I know a lot of people are actually relieved that he's gone. Um, I believe his big issue is his injuries. Um, which I mean, if you're gonna be a backup, it's not a bad situation to be in. So I mean, he might have to play a few matches here and there. Maybe a um a, an EFL Cup. Maybe a, a maybe like early rounds of the FA Cup. So I mean, like, uh, any real big pressure is going to be more on Onana, but like, I think he's got—he's definitely in a more favorable situation. So, um, is he a top-notch goalkeeper? I can't tell you. I really don't watch the Turkish league like that. Um, the only times I would—I would watch it is when you know the big rivalries are like Galatasaray versus Fenerbahce or, uh, you know, Beshtika. like the the big the big club, you know, the main clubs in um in Turkey is when I watch him, but, uh, and, and I can't, the only goalkeeper I can really tell you confidently that I know about the Turkish league is, is Fernando Muslera, which is because I'm, I'm just very biased towards him. I think he's a, he's a top goalkeeper, but, um, but yeah, so I'll tell you about the year he is with Manchester United. I, I honestly think probably a good situation for him. I mean, he, he, he just has to, you know, make sure that, uh, that 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 Onana uh, warms up properly 
and then you know sits on the bench and just rides it out. So really not a bad situation, I I, I would have to say. Uh, Melvin Ukpegbi uh, is joining Bayer Leverkusen on loan. Um, Bayer Leverkusen is pretty good at finding these these like hidden gems. I really don't know much about Melvin, but I'm sure Bayer Leverkusen is is going to definitely be able to utilize him. Uh, a player that you know me and I were talking about last week, which is uh, Laporte. Uh, Manchester City has actually been prepared to move on from Laporte for quite uh, this this past this summer, and um, and it's and it seems like he's going to go ahead and join Al Nassar. So he's going to be joining forces with Cristiano Ronaldo over there in Saudi Arabia. Um, for me, Laporte, this is a kind of like a good situation for him. He, he's he's kind of on the bottom of the totem pole, and as far as like center backs in in um in, in Manchester City. He he goes to Al Nassar where he's probably going to play and he's probably got he's probably got a good paycheck coming his way. So I I honestly think that this is a good move. I, I'm really a lot of people think I don't like the Saudi league. Uh, I mean, I, it's a hit or miss for me. Um, but I think them going after these older players is like not the end of the world for me because it's like one it gives them an opportunity to get another bag. Um, I think I'm more I'm more irritated of it when when a younger player and, and i mean there's precedence like i don't have there's presence because i didn't like it when oscar went to the chinese super league because i mean i thought oscar a young brazilian player had so much potential to be one of the best in brazil um especially in the midfield uh you know he leaves chelsea to go play in the chinese super league and ever since then we haven't really heard from him and so like I don't like it when someone that has such like a, a big career ahead of them um, goes to, you know, instead of continuing trying to test Europe uh, goes to those leagues because, the, the and I mean, I get it. If the money's good, if, if that's the reason, like if you're just trying to take care of your family, I get it. But it's just like, pro, you could probably make so much more money if you just, you know, tough it out. And, and so like for players like Laporte, they've, they've done it. Like they've done that part. Like they've invested in themselves. They competed in Europe. They've done it in the, in the highest of levels. So they really have nothing much else else left to prove. And so, you know, so that's like my thing. That's the only, my, if you guys want to understand my thought process, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Like I, I'll even say for a player, like it's a little premature for them to go to the MLS, especially like, like, uh, like for example, Landon Donovan, even though I really don't like Landon Donovan. Um, he was talking about how he thought Christian Pulisic should come right now to the MLS. It's like, nah, dude, like let him play in Europe. Let him go play with AC Milan and, and do great things. Like he's not, he's not at that part of his life where he needs to be coming to the MLS. So that, that was kind of one of my examples, if you will. Uh, but continue on, uh, Gabriel Vega from Celta Vigo. He is actually leaving. The rumor was that he was going to go to Napoli. But turns out that that was a fucking lie because he is now joining all Ali over in the Saudi League. So flip side, this is where I'm kind of I'm kind of ruffled by because uh, Gabri Vega, super talented player in my opinion, has so much potential. Actually, a player that I've noticed a few times last season for Player of the Week, um, and he go he goes he goes and plays for he goes and plays in Saudi Arabia now. This isn't saying that he's not going to come back to Europe. Maybe he just needs the money. Maybe he just wants to leave Celta Vigo. I mean, Celta Vigo was in the cusp of almost getting relegated um, last season. I, I 
I could be wrong on that one, but obviously they're not competing for anything. Maybe he wants somewhere he, you know, he wants to go into a better situation or gets a chance to just get money. Um, and I mean, that's kind of the thing for South American players. Cause you, some, a lot of South American players come from nothing. So, you know, or not come from not great situations. And maybe this was for him, his chance to finally take care of his family. And, and, and I get all those things, but it's just for me, like, he had like he had a chance to go. He was gonna ha- go to Napoli. Now, what happened in Napoli? I can't tell you. I don't know what exactly broke down, but I felt like that would have been a great opportunity for him. It's just that next stepping stone for him um, to continue to build his career, um, especially with a club like Napoli who just want who won Serie A the previous season. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm. This one is one of those that like I don't want to see, but I get it. I, I totally get it. Like at the end of the day, it's their decision. It's their lives. Is I have no no real place to say anything about it. But this is how I felt. That's all I gotta say about that. But moving on, Johnny El- Evans is staying at Manchester United as he signs a one year extension. Jeremy Doku, a player that Manchester City has been really had an eye on for this whole the majority of the summer. Um, they got him. He's going to Manchester City. So another promising, I believe, Belgian player. Uh, going to Manchester City. Uh, Karen Tierney is joining Real Sociedad on loan. Um, I, I personally, as someone that likes Arsenal, I will tell you, I think this is this kind of sucks. It, it, like, I'm kind of curious about the depth, especially when you have Jurian Timber out with injury. Um, you know, you have Tomiyasu and, and Tierney. I mean, I guess Zinchenko as well. But I feel like depth-wise, we probably could have needed Tierney in, in Arsenal. But, hey, he's going to go to Real Sociedad. He's going to be able to play, which also, like, as someone that, like, admires what uh, how Tierney plays, I, I think that, you know, that also helps him out too. So not fully against it. Um, I just wish he would have stayed at Arsenal. Um, Ajax is interested in Thiago Almada. Um, you know, obviously – the the promising Argentine over at Atlanta United. Um, Atlanta United is not looking too good, so maybe an opportunity for him to finally live, uh, do what uh, he was hoping to do, which was go to MLS, show out. Um, he got to get he got selected by uh, but uh, yeah, he got selected by Argentina, was part of, the, of Argentina's World Cup team, um, and now you know maybe maybe it's time for him to go to Europe and, and test it out. I mean. Don't see Atlanta United really contesting for anything this season, so maybe, maybe let him go, get you know get that pay get that bag, man. Get you know, Atlanta United could probably benefit from a transfer for Thiago Almada, uh, because obviously that's more resources coming their way. That's just a thought for me, but yeah. So Ajax interested in Thiago Almada. We'll see how that how that works out. Uh, Philip Coutinho joins Al Duhail. Um, yeah, Philip Coutinho, man, a guy that like just fell off. Like he just, uh, after leaving Liverpool, going to Barcelona for a lot of money, I'm sure Edward still is haunted by that to this day. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he, he's just, he's just a flop that happened, man. Um, his career was never the same. Uh, and now he's joining, he's joining Saudi Arabia. Now, once again, I'm not again, this is one of those moves that I'm just not against. Like, I mean, uh, I don't know if there was much left for him to prove. He, he's just been struggling, man. Uh, maybe he can find it again in, in Saudi Arabia. Maybe he comes back to Europe or maybe goes elsewhere. But, yeah, I think his time in uh, 
and Europe is probably uh, done because I he, I feel like a fresh start could help him. Maybe Saudi Arabia is that fresh start that he needs. So there's that. Uh, Alexis Sanchez is joining Inter Milan, so he's returning to Inter Milan. Um, a guy that you would think that was is probably done and maybe could go to should, should be one of those players to go to Europe. I mean, go to Europe, go to Saudi Arabia. Um, and he wants to stay in Europe. And I, I mean, I I probably admire that a little bit more, if it on uh, honestly. But but yeah, I think still it looks like he still has a lot left in the tank, man. To be honest, so we'll see how how Alexis Sanchez does in Inter Milan. Uh, Dean Henderson joins Crystal Palace. Um, I will say shout out to Yanks of the Round Table. Uh, they had some some interesting hot takes about about uh, uh, Onana, and then you know they were talking about Dean Henderson. Well, Dean Henderson's going to Crystal Palace. So there you go. <laughs> the update on Dean Henderson. He's he's joining Crystal Palace. Uh, Ugo Yoris opts out of Lazio. So that is interesting. We we thought he signed with with Lazio. And turns out that that's not what ha- that's not happening. Uh, I'm curious to see what happened, and maybe if there's another offer that uh, Ugo Yoris takes to continue playing, or maybe he's going to retire. Who knows? But um, we just know he's not going to be playing in Lazio. Uh, still talking about goalkeepers. Uh, Ter Stegen is signing a new contract with Barcelona, um, he, so Barcelona will maintain their goalkeeper for a few more years to come it's crazy because like when barcelona has a goalkeeper it's like they strike gold in some sense like i know um uh victor valdez probably wasn't the best goalkeeper obviously in that period when it comes to spanish goalkeepers because you had Ike casillas but victor valdez still a very solid goalkeeper for 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 barcelona for quite some time and then you know obviously uh they move on from him and then they go they get claudio bravo who was another just top class goalkeeper, and now they have uh, Ter Stegen. Who I I I would say if Germany doesn't have him as the starting goalkeeper, it would be ridiculous. Um, because he, he honestly is a top class goalkeeper. He's I think he's already surpassed uh, Manuel Neuer in my eyes. Um, which takes a lot for me to say because I really don't try to pro- give props to Barcelona players, but yeah. Uh, Tarsagan is definitely a class above now, especially, I mean, to be honest with Nari, with his injuries, um, it's it's probably obvious that it's clear that Tarsagan should definitely be the starter as goalkeeper, but but I think it's it's time for the Tarsagan era to start for Germany, uh, for sure. Uh, Jao Cancelo is joining Barcelona alone with an option to buy. I'm I'm already gonna tell you, Edward's not liking this. I I can guarantee you, Edward does not like this move at all. Um, nothing against Jao Cancelo, but obviously, Edward doesn't want old players. At least that's what he thinks. That's how he views them as old players. Um, but Jao Cancelo has been wanting to go to Barcelona. Barcelona's actually wanted Jao for quite some time now. Um, yeah, so. Manchester City, you know, he made it clear to Manchester City that he wants out, but he wanted to play for Barcelona, and he wanted that move to happen, and, you know, they got the move. They got it done. So, Jao Cancelo is now joining Barcelona. Um, Lukaku is joining Roma on loan. So, Jose Mourinho is going to try to fix Romelu Lukaku. We'll see how that works out. And then, uh, Fuller and Balogun joins Monaco. So, quite the transfer period so far obviously 
uh, the transfer window should be should be wrapping up uh, pretty soon. So we'll do a quick rundown uh, if anything falls, like any little aftermath next week. And then that'll be the end of transfer talks. But all right, headlines. Tony Cruz has been someone that I have said many times is the depiction of old man yells at cloud. And well, it continues, man. So Tony Cruz calls out uh, Saudi Arabian league, which I feel like a lot of people have been saying, but what is it this time about Saudi Arabia that Tony Cruz does not approve of? And well, here it is. So after the announcement of Gabriel Vega's move to all Ali, Tony Cruz went out and said, actually commented on the post. Uh, it was on, it was a post on Instagram and Tony Cruz mess put actually commented embarrassing on the post. And so we're like, Oh, here it comes again. Tony Cruz, you know, old man yells at cloud. And I'll say a lot of things that Tony Cruz does that bothers him is kind of ridiculous. Like the whole goal celebrations of Aubameyang that was to me, that was kind of dumb. Um, but I think this one, there's there's a reason behind it, and it's because the reason he he was he doesn't like this move, and it's kind of similar to what I just said. He believes that young players moving to Saudi Arabia for money is not right. And I, okay, I'm not gonna say I believe it's not right. I I just don't think for them it's is their best alternative. I think that they need to stick it out in Europe. You're you're making pretty good money. I know it's not Saudi Arabian money, but you're making uh, good money nonetheless um and you know obviously if you stay complete competing in europe competing in champions leagues or europa leagues or 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 any other you know any of those tournaments you're gonna get noticed and then you're going to get that big splash move to a top european club um and and weirdly enough we're talking about gabriel vega who a player that i i did mention that you know i think i i think it is too early for him to be doing this type of move i think you know maybe he once again, I don't know what happened in Napoli, but I feel like he should have tested that out, test that opportunity, because it was an opportunity to go to Champions League. It was an opportunity to play against AC Milan, Juventus, uh, Inter Milan. Like, you're going to go up against some high-quality clubs, and who's to say that, like, if, let's say you get put in a group with, with Manchester City and you're able to ball out. Well, if you get Pep Guardiola's eye you have a big money move splash money move to go to Manchester city. And, and I, I, it, once again, it's not, it's not the Saudi money that, that they're throwing out to these players right now, but I guarantee you the pet, your, 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 your reputation as a player is going to be significantly higher. So that's my gripe. That is my gripe with it. But obviously Tony Cruz just doesn't think it's right for young players. Um, going to and honestly the only reason why you're going to Saudi Arabia is for the money there is no other reason to go to Saudi Arabia besides the money it's not a and I'm gonna get a shot for this it's not a well-respected league because it's it's it one probably some people have have never heard of the league um it's finally it's barely gonna get televised look so yeah Fox Sports is going to be covered at least here in the United States is uh the the side league is going to be available on Fox Sports which if it wasn't for the fact that they had Kareem Benzema and Golo Kante, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, Roberto Firmino, like if you didn't have these players in some of these rosters, nobody would have taken this deal. 
Um, so I'm I'm just gonna point that out. I, I'm not trying to be petty or anything like that, but it's just the honest truth. Like that's this league wouldn't get what it what it's getting right now if it wasn't for the fact that they have these high marquee players now in their league because they had players like Abubakar, they had Daniel Spina in, in Al Nassar for quite some time. No one gave a shit about this league. So I that's that's my whole thing. You're not going into this league because oh the competition is really respectable. Oh the you know it the the you know it's a very competitive league. You're not going there for those reasons. You're going there for one reason, one reason only, and that's the money. And I have no, there's no shame about it. There is no shame for saying I'm going to the side league for money. Just don't try to don't bullshit a bullshitter. Like that's really what it is for me. Um, so I I, I don't know what Gabby. For me personally, I haven't really seen what Gabby Vega really said. His reason to go there, I'm I'm assuming it's money. It's going to be the money. <laughs> like uh, 10 times out of 10, it's about the money. If you're going to Saudi Arabia, it's because of the money. There's no other reason for you to go there. Like, I, 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 I'm I just going to be frank. That's that's honest the truth. Um, And that's not saying, like, it, it, like it, and I'm sure someone's going to be like, well, if you got, if you received an offer to go play in Saudi Arabia, would you take it? Fuck yeah, the money. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Yes, it's a lot of money. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take the money. Why would I not take the money? It's it's more money than I'll ever see in my life. In a I can make what I can make in a day, it will be what I would need to make five years <laughs> five years in my life. Of course I'm gonna take the money. But like I said, it's different. It's different because like I said, Gabriel Vega is a high potential player. In my eyes, I don't some people might say this guy's overrated, but like Gabriel Vega has a high potential player and you can't say that he's not a high potential player because Napoli was looking at him. So like, like I said, I don't know what happened with, with Napoli. I just don't. Maybe, maybe something happened that was detrimental to Gabriel Vega's uh, career. And I can't tell, I can't tell you what happened, but all I know is he just didn't go to Napoli and now he's going to Saudi Arabia playing for all Ali, which what's done is done. It happened. Like there's no going back now. Gabriel Vega made his decision. He's got to now deal with it. And and of course, I'm sure he knew that he was going to get a lot of backlash for taking this opportunity. So I'm not, I'm not mad at him for taking the opportunity. He had, he had an opportunity to take care of his family, probably more than he ever thought he could, and he, and he got it. So I'm not mad for him to do that. But when you know, for me, Tony Cruz, it, it, to me, he's just he's very old school, and so that is where the problem lies because. Tony Cruz is just going to say what it is. He's very opinionated and he, and he states his opinions. Um, but the problem is that he doesn't have a necessarily an issue with the side league. I think he sees it kind of how, like he sees it where I can see why an older player who's done everything in his career would go there. So like a Cristiano Ronaldo, like a Kareem Benzema, like a N'Golo Kante, like he can see why they would go to Saudi Arabia. Because they're established, they've done it. They don't have nothing left to prove in Europe. But for a, a player like Gabriel Vega, who hasn't really accomplished anything, it's hard for it's a hard argument to say, "Yeah, go there." Like you haven't done anything. You were you were playing for Celta Vigo, and and nothing against Celta Vigo, but like it's not Real Madrid. It's not. It's not AC Milan. It's not Bayern Munich. It's not Manchester City. So, like, the issue is that Gabriel Vega has so much ahead of him. 
And that's kind of the reason why Mbappe didn't take this deal because he has so much ahead of him. He had more, he had to still prove himself in the highest level. And he's still, obviously what he's seeking is Ballon d'Or. Maybe, maybe Gabriel Vega thinks that that's probably not a reality for him. Maybe he thinks that, you know, that opportunity to play for a top club isn't there for him, which I, I really hate that, that that's how, if that's how he would feel, because I, I really do think this guy's really good, but Hey, who's to say he goes to Saudi Arabia plays for one season over there balls out. And then a team in Europe, like, Hey man, let's, let's bring him, let's bring this kid over here. So like, that's still a possibility. That's still very much a possibility, but I, I think like, Maybe he feels that he's not gonna get that 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 viewership in in Celta Vigo. Maybe that's what he feels like. Maybe he he feels that if he can show out this league that has Ingolo Conte, if it has Cristiano Ronaldo, it has you know Roberto Firmino. Like if he can do this in this league with all these star-studded players, maybe. So like, I'm really try- like I think because I'm I'm I really do like Vega. I think that Vega's a really good player that I'm trying to find a way that this 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 deal makes sense to me. But I, I understand what Tony Cruz is coming from because I, I still am not a – I don't think that it's right that a lot of young players are going. It, and it goes back to the way the Chinese Super League was. Like, I didn't – I wasn't all for Oscar going to the Chinese Super League because I think that he, he still had so much to prove in, in Europe. It's the same thing how I feel with Vega. Like, he has still so much to prove in Europe that he has no reason to go to this league. But we'll see. We'll see how that works out. We'll re- we'll see how that how that uh that how that happens. Tony Cruz is gonna just Tony Cruz is gonna yell at is gonna be that old man that yells at Cloud. Tony Cruz will remain being the old man that yells at Cloud, no matter what. Um, it's one of the one of the one of the traits that I find most funny about about Tony Cruz is that he is he is the old man that yells at Cloud, and of course he's not gonna like Saudi Arabia. Of course he's not gonna like young players going to Saudi Arabia. I don't think anybody should have been shocked by that. Because that's Tony Cruz. That's like what he does. He doesn't like people celebrating goals. He doesn't. Uh, so to me, the the best epitome, the best way to describe Tony Cruz, especially when little matters like this happens, is that he is old man that yells at cloud. Because Tony Cruz yells at clouds, <laughs> and so that's gonna that's gonna be it for that one. So this is gonna be the big chunk of this. Of this discussion, man. Uh, of this, of this uh, headlines. Uh, um, I just got, I just got a notification that Gio Reyna will not be with the U.S. Men's National Team. Though I think he, he may be dealing with some injuries. So I mean, I, that that's like the hindsight. But anyways, we'll 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 get there when it get. We'll we'll talk about that later. Uh, but not later this episode. Maybe in the next episode. But um, all right. So. We did touch up. I did touch up on this when I recapped the Women's World Cup final, um, which is obviously the uh, the uh, Luis Rubiales kissing scandal that happened uh, in the final after during the uh, medal ceremony. Um, so, if you guys don't know, the Spanish Federation president. Uh, all right, sorry about that. Had to had to take a call. Sorry about that. All right, so. Um, yeah, uh, kind of coming back to this. So Spanish, uh, Federation president, Luis Rubiales, he, um, ends up grabbing, uh, Jennifer Hermoso and, uh, you know, grabs her. Well, okay. So context, 
you know, Luis Rubiales is obviously like, you know, hugging every player, kissing them on the cheek. Um, so everybody's hugging him. That like, and, and and so I get all those things. Um, so what happened was obviously Jennifer Hermoso comes in. You know, he gives her a big hug. Um, I think he kissed her on the cheek as well. But I don't know. They uh, clearly something got really exciting for him, and then he grabs her. He grabs her head and brings her in, and then kisses her on the lips. Now, for me, I will say, I know it's customary in Europe to kiss people on the cheeks. I I know that's the custom. Um, I've I've seen it. I I've seen it either on television, and I've also seen. I've known I've known some people that are European that have done that with me. So, I know kissing on the cheeks is customary. So I I know I I know that that's not that's not inappropriate because I know that there's a lot of people, and not even just Europe. I uh, like even in my own family, like you know, we'll hug somebody, kiss them on the cheeks. Once again, on the cheeks, not lips. Just pointing that out. But what happened ends up being that Rubiales, you know, after they hug, grabs her head and then brings her in for a kiss on the lips, and so. There was a lot of black backlash, a lot of backlash from this. So Rubiales tries to explain himself. He's like, it was a mutual kiss uh, and was caught in the moment. And and I do sort of believe the caught in the moment part, not so much the mutual part, but being just caught up in the moment, just being excited. Uh, you know, you know, you're jumping around, you're hugging everybody. You know, you won the World Cup. You know, all that thing, all that stuff. I get. I I totally get that part. But it's the part of you grabbing her head and put, you know, fucking just slamming her on your face. That's the part where I don't think that there's any mutual about it because it didn't seem like it. There was any moment like, "Hey, I'm gonna grab your head and kiss you." Like so, that that's the only thing with me. So Luis Rubiales, that's his argument. Um, Jennifer Hermoso does end up speaking out. She said that she did not enjoy it, but she defended Luis Rubiales. So. Clearly, just clearly, there was some sort. Uh, so everyone's like thinking, oh, maybe it was consensual. You know, because if she's defending him, you know, maybe, 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 you know, it's consensual. So she she clarified, though, that the kiss was not consensual in any way. And um, the reason why she chose to defend Luis Rubiales was because she just wanted to alleviate the pressure. She wanted to kind of avoid like distracting from the fact that Spain won the World Cup. And and so um and here's the thing. Uh, I I think I get that part too. I think I get it. Um you know, you you go through Spain has been just such a whole debacle. Like I mean, uh there's been a lot of controversy with the treatment of the women's national team in Spain. And so for me it is maybe she's like oh there's one last i can't we can't be doing with more shit so like we just won the world cup can we just win the world cup and so i get that part i get that completely so i don't i don't necessarily like mad at that but maybe she's just like oh i just don't want to deal with this shit right now i just don't want to deal with it i want to just celebrate winning the world cup um because honestly that this is what this this kiss happened it literally deviated away from the world cup like that's what it took away like instead of people talking about spain winning the world cup we're talking about 
Luis Rubiales grabbing Jennifer Hermoso by the face and kissing her on the lips. Like, that's all we're talking about. We're not talking about Spain winning the World Cup, of how amazing this Spain, this Spanish team uh, performed to win the World Cup. Uh, you know, and that's, and I, and I mean, I can get that logic as well. Um, so Ruby Alice was, was told that he needed to issue an apology. Um, didn't really, I feel like he didn't really apologize, but that's just me. But, you know, he, 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 he tried, he, he, he tried to issue an apology. Um, and, and more, more people are actually a lot more annoyed than anything else from that apology because, the Spanish prime minister and, and many others were, were wants a punishment. Your prime minister wants like, nah, not good enough. Um, and, and so, and now a, the, the, the players union is actually stepping on, stepping in on behalf of, of, uh, Hermoso that they want a punishment for Luis Rubiales, which obviously that would be, would mean, you know, that he, a resignation. Just a forced resignation. Um, FIFA has started their investigation. Um, it, it, like I said, you gotta really, you gotta like look at everything. I think there's people like saying that like you know Jennifer also like was picking him up. She was hugging him, and once again, I don't think that the like if your logic is that oh she hugged him, she clearly wanted to be. That's like the dumbest logic I have ever heard in my life. You can hug somebody and still not want to kiss them. But, like, I, I think that they were all excited. They won the World Cup. Um, Luis Rubiales, like, that's the, you know, the president of the FA, even though there's a lot of, there's a lot of, like I said, a lot of, of controversy with his presidency in Spain. But, you know, I think they were, I guess they were just like, you know, what, let's try to move on from this. We're in this moment right now. And, um, but, so FIFA will be conducting an investigation. Um there has been support from everywhere that, you know, from NWSL, other fellow women's soccer players, um, and also the Spain's, uh, Spain's men's national team has also spoke out. Isco being one of the first players that I could think of that actually spoke out. Borja Iglesias actually is going to boycott his call-up. So he's actually not going to uh, go to Spain's national team's call-up. Um and there's been a lot of support for a lot of the a lot of the amongst all the Spanish players. Um, obviously, we had that big press conference for with Rubiales where he kept saying that he was not going to resign, that he was not going to resign, that he was not going to resign, um, and everyone was just like clapping him up. <laughs> that's right, man. That's right. No, nah, dude. Just you know, a lot of this could just be alleviated from just you resigning, just stepping down. Because there's a lot of shit that has been happening since since Rubiales. Um, has been president of Spain, but I mean, you know, he yeah, he doesn't have to res- resign because FIFA has suspended Rubiales from all football-related activities. I'm I'm assuming they're going to go ahead and just conduct an investigation. Right now, he's suspended for right now, but once he is, um, once the investigation is done, the FIFA will make a decision on whether to keep keep him as president or that they're going to you know force him to resign. So that's going to be what it is. Uh, I mean, I guess remove him from his presidency. Um, I guess from all this, also you you gotta uh, notice is Jorge Villal is actually actually did receive a new contract, which probably because you won the World Cup. But uh, what's funny is that he's actually the only coach that's coming back 
from that from that Span- uh, Spanish national team staff because all all eleven staff members actually resigned immediately after Rubiales refused to resign. Um, so that's a big statement. Uh, and, and honestly, Jorge Vidal, it's a very controversial resigning because uh, of you know there was there like I said, there's been so much uh, controversy with Spain because of you know the mis- the, the mistreatment of the players. The, the Spanish national team players have been very, very much mistreated. And the coach, Jorge Vidal, is one of those guys that have been, has been mistreating them. Um, but if you guys want to realize, like, how bad it's been, well, like, some of the highlights of Luis Rubiales' career now that he's suspended, going back to June 2018, he fires Lopetegui before the World Cup. So, obviously, uh, Lopetegui was, was announced that after the World Cup, he would – uh, be ex- that he accepted Real- the Real Madrid job once the World Cup was over. So he was going after the World Cup. He was going to step down as Spanish, the Spanish national team coach, and go and coach Real Madrid. Um, and Luis Rubiales just went ahead and just fired him literally a month before the FIFA World Cup started. Um, so that's that. That's that's one of the things to highlight in in January 2020. Uh, he wins a he wins a trial for he like he wins his trial for assault allegations. So he was receiving assault allegations um, back in 2020, uh, but he did win that one. In April 2022, he was claimed to be using the Federation's money to pay his rent. Not his paycheck, the the Federation's budget to pay his rent. Um, in September, September 22, 2022 was definitely a very <laughs> eventful month for him because um, he was also, once again, uh, accused of using the Federation's money but this time for a party. Um, and then in that same month, he ignored the women's national team's request for improvement and accused them of pressuring the Federation. This is kind of where the, the controversy happened with, uh, with Jorge Vilda that like the you know, the, the current stat, right. The current situation for the Spanish women's national team was just not ideal. And he just ignored them and, and wanted and accused them of, of pressuring the Federation to fire Jorge Vilda. Uh, which I don't think was necessarily what they were doing. They just wanted to improve their situation and, you know, the, their condition, the work conditions. Um, and so in, and then October, 2022, he ended up saying that Sevilla, Valencia and Villarreal were teams that he disliked, which is something kind of what you shouldn't be doing as a, as a Spanish Federation president, because obviously like, and, and I mean, Luis Rubiales is also a former player, not using that as an excuse, but obviously like, I think at the end of the day, we're all fans in some sense. We're all like supporters in some way. So we're going to have teams that we despise and teams that we don't. But when you get put in these higher position, in these sort of positions, or you start working for some of these clubs, that bias has to just go right away. Like I will tell you from my experience working in sports, like I work for the Houston Rockets. I'm not a Houston Rockets fan in any shape or form. Um, but obviously now I'm in, in a different way of invested in the team because now I work there. That's they, they pay me for for my allegiance. And so um, when we did play the Lakers, it was very tough, but you know what? Um, If the Rockets beat the Lakers, it was a good day for me because it meant it improved our chances of going to the playoffs. So, but that's just the whole thing. But, you know, to to kind of share my thoughts, to close my thoughts out on this situation. And and it's actually just, uh, uh, just came out that uh, Luis Rubiales' mom actually has, 
locked herself in a church in protest of her son's suspension. Um, dude, come on. Like, it's just... Just, just, just take your L. You know what you did was inappropriate. Like, there's no, there's, there's no, there's no real way of, of trying to make this. There's no way you can spin zone this, and and you can come out clean out of it because you did something very inappropriate. And it doesn't matter if your your dumb logic is that oh she she asked for it, which is hopefully she never uses that argument, but. Like, you are the president of the Spanish Federation. Like, that's, you can't do the, that shit. Like, you can't do these kind of things because anything you do is detrimental to you. Like, I don't, I, I'm not tripping about you hugging players and kissing them on the cheeks because, like, that's not, for me, that's, 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 and I mean, some people may find that inappropriate, but once again, I know that for some some cultures, that's customary. It's a problem when you grab somebody by the face and kiss them on the lips. That's where it becomes inappropriate, at least to me. Like I said, some people might have might have a, a a lot closer of a line. Some people might be saying, "Dude, why are you why are you hugging people? Like, you know, just dab them up and then call it a day. You know, shake hands and then go." But like. And I get like I get the whole oh we just won the World Cup I'm in it's the spur of the moment all the energy and I got excited I, like I get like you know the the feeling of like winning it does you know get you do do some dumb things like you do a dumb dance or some shit but like you you can't you can't you you're you're at a high position of authority and, and you're already controversial as it is. Like you doing this, like one, like uh, kind of going back to what I said last week, you ruined a perfect day for somebody. Like Jennifer Hermoso, like this was her was gonna be the best day ever for her. She just won the World Cup, and and now it's forever ruined. And then and then of all things, you try to tarnish her name. Like you sink so low that you go as far as tarnishing her name. Oh no, it, she's lying. That she enjoyed it. It was mutual. Like she you're trying to tarnish her name for you to come out come out coming like roses, but the reality is that there's nothing you can do at this point. You you were in the wrong. You did something wrong. Whether or not you, you know, whether or not Hermosa was in on it, this was at the end of the day highly inappropriate because once again, you are the president of the Spanish Federation of uh, Football Association. Football Association president. Like you you did something very inappropriate. Like that's it. Like that's 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 in any job. Like if the if the manager of the store goes and kisses his cashier and lives in front of everybody, you don't do that because it's inappropriate. So you I'm sorry, but yeah, you should just resign, dude. Like, there's nothing that you can do to clear your name. Everyone caught you. Every it was on television. Everyone's replaying it over and over and over again. Trying to see where, oh, where's the mutual consent? Where's the agree where was the mutual part of the kiss? 
I I I do I do believe that the hug and the kiss on the cheeks, I believe that that is for a matter of fact mutual. Because a lot of the players and I'm not, and once again, I'm not trying to say not trying to argue it, but like clearly that wasn't the terrible part. It was the part where you grabbed her and kissed her on the lips. So for me, this is just me. For me, just take your L, just step down, get your mom out of that church, and, and try to do better. Uh, I, 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 it happened at the end of the day, but there's no, there's no recovery from this. So that, that's really all I got. Um, um, you know, hopefully. Decision gets be uh, hopefully a decision is made pretty soon um, on on what happens. I don't really think that there's much left to investigate on, um, but yeah, we just need to move on from this and and just call it a day. But all right, so we're gonna go ahead and take. I'm gonna go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with uh, debate topic. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Billy Up Sports. Seat Geek. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at Seat Geek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, we can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BellyUpSports at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. Seat Geek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. All right, it's debate time. Debate time is brought to you by Candidips. Candidips is a great taste and superior alternative to traditional dip using CBD in a way that is radical, enjoyable, and effective. It is all flavor, no tobacco, no nicotine, and it's pouches that are spit-free. It comes in five core flavors, wintergreen, mint, citrus, mango, and American spice. Crafted and manufactured in Humboldt County, California, the heart of the cannabis industry. Traditional drip is a hassle. It's addictive, messy, and overall just tastes like shit. Um, so what see what cannabis cannabis does is it uses a hundred percent American grown hemp combined combined with water dispersible technology so that it absorbs rapidly and has developed a way to deliver C B D through the mouth that no one else has so you so you can actually enjoy it. So where can you get this? If you go to CandidateCBD.com and use the code BELLYUP20, save yourself 20% off your purchase at CandidateCBD.com. Use the code BELLYUP20 to save yourself 20% off your purchase. So the debate topic is pretty simple. It is, um, should MLS, I, I was going to say MLS players, but now I'm kind of thinking, should MLS no I'll, I'll i'll keep with the current thing should mls players act more act professionally around messi so this has been a thing that's been going on lately with the mls that it is not more so uh the, the messy glazing has definitely been something that's kind of been viewed as a little bit annoying to some like i get it like you don't need to sell a messy game like you really don't fans know Messi's coming like since Messi has joined MLS people are starting to keep track of Messi's schedule so they know when he's coming to play um in their city um 
I, I don't. So I think one, if when you're selling tickets to fans that are fans of the actual home market, and you use Messi as a selling point, it's. <sighs> It, 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 to me, it's kind of a slap to the face to the to the actual fans of these MLS teams. Like, I get that like a huge chunk of these fans that are coming, these fans that are coming to watch these MLS matches are not there to see the New York Red Bulls. They're not there to see FC Cincinnati. They're not there to see Nashville SC. They're not there to see FC Dallas. They're there for one person, one person only, and that's Lionel Messi. They don't even care about Inter Miami. They care about Messi, and so. I get all those things, but, and I get that this is like an op- prime opportunity to get more out of it. I get all those things like sell your, you know, you know, sell the tickets, but when you're selling messy merch and, and it's clear my inner Miami stuff, like it's cleared, like it's pink. Like I get if it's just like a random messy shirt, but like you are selling Messi gear with the inner Miami colors in your stores when Messi's in town. And I get it, like take full advantage of all those things, but like like you're really just slapping fans in the face when you when you when you're trying to sell tickets, come see Messi. And I get it, like you're trying to sell to the fans that are going there not to watch your MLS team. But, like, for those that do care about the MLS team, it is such a slap to their loyalty. So, like, I would I would say if they want to go buy Messi gear, they can go shop online. Regardless, Messi's getting the money. Regardless, Messi's getting the money. But, like, your team store, maybe they get a profit off of it. But, like, no. Like, it, it, no. Just don't do that. But, like, for you to use this selling point, this is your selling point to get fans to come. They know that he's coming. There's, If you're a real Messi fan, you know when Messi's coming. Like, you're going to go above and beyond to make sure, like, if he's within your region, you're going to go watch him. If it's within a means, you're going to go see Messi. So, like, for me, like, it's not that. It's not a big deal. But when clubs are promoting Messi, not not the club, but promoting Messi, a guy that's on the opposing team, that's where I have a problem with it. But obviously, this isn't about how the how the the Messi glazing isn't this topic. The topic is how are the players acting. So obviously, when the when the League's Cup final, uh, Dax McCarthy, he he uh, took a picture holding a Messi jersey in the locker room and saying like, "Well, at least I got something out of it." Um, like, come on, man. Come on. Once again, I get it. It's messy. I'm not I'm not trying to say don't be excited about meeting Messi. But your fans just saw you lose a final. Like how are they gonna how what do you think they're gonna their reaction is to it when you just lost the final and you're here cheerful about getting a messy jersey? And I'm sure that this happens everywhere. Like one of the things I remember from uh, Andres Guardado, like after after uh, Raul Betis played Barcelona, I believe, I'm assuming Raul Betis lost, um, he went to the locker room 
to to go talk to Messi so Messi could meet his son. So like, but that's once again behind closed doors. Like to me, what happened there is, is not different. I still was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Um, but I think also to a fault, I think it's just why why is someone recording this? Like, I mean, it, to me, it's different when it's in the locker when it's out there in the in the in the field. That's where I have more of a problem with. And I understand that the whole Dax McCarthy post was in the locker room. Um, but I think I, I wouldn't have posted that if you ask me. Um, but also like FC Dallas, you you battled it out with with uh with Inter Miami in that in in the in the League's Cup. And um and you're over here lining up, taking pictures with him like he's Mickey Mouse in, in Disney World. Um in the field, on the field, like do that shit in the locker room. That like to me, that's where it's like, bro, like you know, like your fans are like your fans are already irritated as it is, and you're gonna go out there and just take pictures with Messi. Same same thing with FC Cincinnati, man. You just lost the semifinal against against Inter Miami, and um, what does Brandon Vasquez do? He goes, he goes and gets does a jersey swap and gets an autograph from Messi. Okay, I don't think he did jersey swap, but he went. We, he went and got a, an autograph from Messi. Do that shit in the locker room. Like that's my only gripe. Like, yes, I know it's Messi. Messi does this everywhere. Messi even. I'm sure he did it in Liga. I'm sure Messi did it in La Liga. Like, do it in the locker rooms. Like, w- once the game's over, don't do it out on the field, dude. Like, especially like, in, in you're in FC Cincinnati. You're in there st- in Cincinnati. And your fans are just deflated because you guys blew a two nil lead, for one, and then, and then they got to go watch their star player, who's been linked to Borussia Mönchengladbach, um, their star player coming up and like, dabbing, you know, like, oh, he can get an autograph, like, dude, come on, like, there's a time and place for everything, and that's something I, I I've said plenty of times, like working at where you know work when I used to work at the Houston Dynamo Academy was like. Cause like I get it, man. like that's why I'm like it's not like I'm not mad about it, but I get it. Like I'm mad about it, but I also get it at the same time, because like, you know, there's players that you see like that you never thought you could imagine. And for instance, Hector Hector Herrera, like the kids are excited to see Hector Herrera. Like they're you know they're they're working out, you know they're they're doing weights, and like Hector Herrera is like right there in the same gym with him with them. And so, like, I get that. I get that 100%. But, like, once again, it's about being professional. It's about, you know, like, there's a time and place for everything. That time and place is not to be, you know, trying to get pictures with Hector Herrera while he's trying to get a set in, you know? Um, Like, the time and place isn't to go get an autograph for Messi after you just lost to him in a semifinal out on the field. Like, the the right time would be to do it once you're in the locker rooms go go to his locker room it's not it's not difficult to go to the opposing team's locker room you know especially when you're a player you know so like that for me is is the issue like i i i do think that teams need to be players need to be more professional when it comes to being around messi and and i'm i'm sure he's used to this already like i'm sure he gets this everywhere he went like including league on including la liga including playing for argentina like people are just going to want to get an a photo with Messi, like he's used to that by now. But you know, it's already like 
annoying. I think there's a lot of MLS fans that are very much annoyed about Messi at this point because of of the fact that it seems like the league is more more le- leaning towards more Messi. The fact that um, it just seems impossible to lose to Messi, to beat Messi. Um, and I, you know, everyone's gonna be like, "Well, he plays for Inter Miami." Well, a lot of people call look more at it as Messi. They they don't they don't. To be honest, most people that go watch Inter Miami, they're going there to watch Messi. They're not going there to watch Inter Miami, unfortunately. Um, the goal is the goal is to hopefully convert some of these Messi fans into Inter Miami fans. Um, but I, I just, but those aren't the people I'm talking about. Those aren't the people I'm like. This 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 issue is is directed towards. The issue is directed towards the players, the fans of you know. Is coming from fans of other teams. Like, I I understand that it's Lionel Messi. It's it's one. It's the best player in the world. I get that a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Shoot, I would probably be in the same situation. I would be on the same boat too. But like, do it. Do it out. Do it in the locker room. Don't do it out on. You know, like, don't do it on the field because it's just like. Were you more focused on meeting Messi than you were playing the game? I think most fans are thinking. And so I think that, yes, you players need to be more professional against around, not against Messi, but be more professional around Messi. Like if you want a picture with him, you know, wait till after the game. And I think obviously they're waiting after the game, the game's over, but like, you know, once you're in the locker rooms, go over and get pictures with Messi. Or like, if you're going to, you know, obviously when everyone like shakes hands and after the game, you know, hey, you know, you know, obviously everyone does the little mouth cover, the little mouth covering part so no one sees their lips. But like, hey, Messi, you know, tell them, hey, Messi, you want to, can can we, can can we do a jersey swap? Or hey, can we, we well, can I kind of get your autograph in the in the locker room? You know, like, can I get the locker, can, you know, once I'm, once we, once we're all clean up, can I get your autograph? Like, because the other thing too was that the, with me with uh, Brandon Vasquez, I don't know what he got signed. I, it could have been a jersey. Uh, but like, whatever it was, he brought it out. He had to wit him ready to get it signed by Messi. So like, for me, like, like I said, I would rush. I I think that the MLS players do need to be a little bit more professional, because I really don't remember seeing anything like this, even in League On, even in La Liga, even in Champions League, even 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 in the international level. I've never seen anybody like do this out on the field for Messi, and, and like. Y'all can tell me I'm wrong. Y'all can tell me that like it, that it happened a lot, but like it, it's happened more frequently here in the MLS. And so like for me, like it, it like do that shit in the locker room. Do the shit, you know, you know, behind closed doors. Cause like we all know we're all fans. At the end of the day, we know that like these players were 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 once fans of of not just Messi, but like of of just a, of a different soccer club. And, and so like that's not the issue. The issue is just like. Once again, like you know, it, there's a time and place for everything, and that time and place was not on the field, like in front of your fan. Especially like, I'm sure there's still fans out there, like, kind of just like, oh fuck, what a loss. And I think contextually too, you're talking about a semifinal. You were close to going to a final, in a year that FC Cincinnati has been looking really solid, probably one of the better teams in MLS right now. Um, and. You know, you had a chance to go to another cup final, go to go to a cup final, 
Um, and you 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 blow it for one. You lost. You were up two nil, and then you lose it, uh, losing pens. And you know you then you then of all things, then you you go watch your. You have to go see your best player or your one of your favorite players, Brandon Vasquez, go up to Messi and ask him for an autograph after they just lost. So context does matter, I think, in this. And I think like players do need to think a little bit better when it comes to how they approach Messi after games. Like I, I get doing a jersey jersey swaps are different. Jersey swaps, I don't I don't necessarily think that that's because that's something that happens everywhere. My issue is just like getting his picture like you know getting his picture on the you know uh it's like lining it up like lining up but once again like it's like we're talking about freaking mickey mouse at this at disney world like how they were lined up to go get a picture with messi and so like i think that needs to definitely need to be there needs to be some changes on that as well it changes in that like i do think that mls players there there needs to be there needs to be a proper way to act um especially with dealing with messi because like like I said, right now, I think it's just it's a sensitive subject right now with Messi. Like everybody's excited about Messi, but at the same time, it's like really difficult right now because it seems like the league is more leaning towards Messi. And 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 I don't want to say that because obviously I don't want to come off as a Messi hater because I do like Messi. Even as a Real Madrid fan, I always like Messi. But like the the issue is just that um it's just like right now it's already like Oh, there's nothing you can do. You're, you're you you just can't beat Messi. And then on top of that, like your ticket sales that are doing really well when Miami's in town is more so because of inter is because of Messi. And and then you're seeing all the you're you're seeing a lot more pink jerseys, um, which are Messi. You're seeing a lot more pink or Argentina jerseys or Barcelona jerseys of Messi, uh, instead of and and and, and the crowd's cheering louder for for Inter Miami for Messi. Once again, for Messi, and, and so it's just like, as a fan, like you're probably getting a little irritated of it because you, you also want like fans to come in, to come enjoy your local club, um, and, and um, obviously that the Messi effect, that's the part that kind of harms that, but uh, but that's my my view on it. If you guys think differently, obviously, um, uh, share in the comments or it'll be posted on on Instagram and X at Insert Name FC. So if you guys want to. Uh, share your thoughts on what you think you go ahead and uh, and put that as well but all right players of the week is brought to you by in the clutch in the clutch is an amazing clothing apparel company that has been partnered with the players associations of major league soccer uh, major league baseball nfl uh, the national basketball association and so much more man these shirts are incredible the designs are amazing the the the, the just the material is is great and they have passed the fat boy test quoted by kelsey coin of high low sports so if you guys want to check out their 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 uh, selection, it is in the clutch.com. If you use that code insert name at checkout, you'll save yourself 10% off your purchase. So once again, uh use the code insert name over there on at in the clutch.com, in the clutch.com. Great shirts, great apparel. I, I highly recommend it. But our players of the week. So Edwards player of the week is Robert Lewandowski. He scored the winning goal um for Barcelona. So that's why against Villarreal and their 3-2 win against Villarreal. So that's why Edward picked Robert Lewandowski. And my player of the week is Kylian Mbappe, who scored two goals in PSG's 3-1 win against RC Lens, which was their first win of the season. Um, so Kylian Mbappe doing Kylian Mbappe things. So congratulations to Robert Lewandowski and Kylian Mbappe for being our players of the week.
Thanks to you again to In The Clutch. Once again, use that code, insert name at checkout. Save yourself 10% off your purchase at In The Clutch. Um, all right. All right. So, pl- games to look forward to uh, this coming weekend. All Itziah taking on Al-Hilal over in Saudi Arabia. Shamrock Rovers taking on Bohemians in Ireland. Uh, two teams that are doing really well right now in Ireland, actually. Uh, Botafogo versus Flamengo in Brazil. We got the old firm derby, uh, Rangers versus Celtic over there in Scotland. That's usually, it's the oldest rivalry in in all of soccer. Um, heavily contested. I, I, well, probably not so much recently, but um, it's still a very, very uh, classic rivalry. So if you guys want to go ahead and check out the uh, the old firm derby, it's a really good one. I, I do enjoy it. It's one of those that I definitely keep an eye out for because I like watching uh, this one, especially since I'm not a, a fan of any of these two teams. So I would say go ahead and check that out. Um, in Belgium, we got uh, KAA Ghent taking on Club Bruges and Racing Ghent taking on Anderlecht. So those are what's going on in around outside of the other leagues that we normally cover. And MLS, we got the LA Galaxy taking on the Houston Dynamo. Houston Dynamo have looked pretty good since coming out of the League's Cup. So we'll see if they continue that form. And LAFC taking on Inter Miami. Uh, Messi going to Hollywood for this one. So that's going to be a big crowd. Uh, L- you know, and it's crazy. Cause, well, not crazy, but it's it, it's going to be interesting because LAFC definitely one of the, to me, one of the more fun fan bases to look at in, in the, you know, definitely know how to pack a stadium. So we'll see how, how that the black sprinkled in with a little bit of pink and, and white and blue. Um, how's that going to look over, over there? Is it going to be all black and is it going to be an, a true, a true LAFC home game or are we going to see the messy stands come out? We'll see what happens there. Uh, in Liga Mackies, we have Cruz Azul taking on a club America. So a little DFA uh, rivalry there and Chivas de Guadalajara taking on Monterrey. Um, in league on, we got Brest versus Tadarenes and Leon versus PSG, um, both trying to get in form. And the Bundesliga, we got Borussia Mönchengladbach taking on Bayern Munich, FC Union Berlin versus RB Leipzig. In the Serie A, we got Roma versus AC Milan, Napoli versus Lazio. You know, keep an eye out for Roma. I don't know. If, I don't. Maybe look how it comes off the bench. We'll see what happens there. Um, in La Liga, we got Atletico Madrid taking on Sevilla. Atletico Madrid coming off of a big win this past that past weekend. We'll see how they uh, respond against Sevilla, who now we know Luis Rubiales does not like. Um, Osasuna taking on Barcelona. Barcelona, um, pretty good win. I keep an eye on that 16-year-old man. That uh, I can't have drawing a blank right now on his name, but he's he's been looking really nice. Um, in the English Premier League, we got Brighton versus Newcastle United and Arsenal versus Manchester United. So because Arsenal and Manchester United, which if you guys don't know, Edward likes Manchester United, I like Arsenal, this is probably a good time to go ahead and explain the rules of the singing bet. So if you guys if you guys are new to, uh, to Insert Name FC, we have been doing kind of a – a, a a kind of like an ongoing singing bet between me, Edward, and Spencer, which which originally the way it started was because me, Edward, and Spencer all support our, our clubs, like our actual clubs, the clubs that we trump over everybody is, for me, Real Madrid, uh, Spencer, Let It Go Madrid, and Edward is Barcelona. 
So because of that, we've always we thought it'd be interesting to start doing bets when they played against each other. And then we decided to open that up to all the teams that we support in uh, in the Power Four. We don't really have like a league on team. Like I really don't have a league on team that I that I like. So, but we do all have a team that we like in the English Premier League and Syria and the Bundesliga. And so we decided to tinker a few things because uh, we're not going to sing every single time they face off. So, you know, that was just going to be exhausting. So what we decided to do was we have a table. We have a table for the season. And so if you guys, just so you guys know, so the teams for Spencer is in the English Premier League, Manchester City and the Serie A, Juventus. La Liga is Atletico Madrid, and in the Bundesliga is Borussia Dortmund. Edward is for the English Premier League, Manchester United. Serie A is Juventus. Uh, La Liga is Barcelona. And in the Bundesliga is Borussia Dortmund. And then for me, in the English Premier League, it's Arsenal. Serie A is AC Milan. In La Liga, it's Real Madrid. And in the Bundesliga, it's it's uh, Bayern Munich. You can go ahead and boo me for that, for that one. But um, so the way we do it is when our those teams match up there that the results get put towards a table so last year for instance um i ended up winning but it was it's kind of an asterisk because of the fact that like spencer and edward did not do singing bets at all that that the year before and um and so for them i we, we brought up how about they take a point deduction for every singing bet that they were supposed to sing. Um, Spencer ended up losing four points. Edward ended up losing seven points. And so that's kind of like the asterisk. But I think even with that, I still would have won. So, I mean, at least there's, there's that, there's that, that, uh, there's that for me, but aside from that as well. So there, you know, besides like winning your matchups, your faceoffs in the leagues, we also added a new a new countdown and that is for every trophy that's won by your team that's an extra point added so obviously arsenal winning winning the fa community shield we'll go ahead and count it um that's a point for me because of because of that so like so along with you know Along with winning, along with like winning your matches, winning trophies can also help uh, boost up your points. So this is a clean slate. So everyone's just starting at zero. Aside, well, obviously Arsenal, and Manchester City both wants both already won a trophy. Uh, I gotta gotta you know double check and make sure that. So right now everybody's on a clean slate. I'm gonna look real quick to make sure everybody still hasn't won a a, a big trophy. So we're gonna count Super Cups. We're gonna count. You know, obviously, community, the FA, you know, the FA Cup, the Carabao Cup, um, obviously the the side tournaments that uh, also the other league, Copa del Rey, uh, Copa Italia, and the uh, and the the DFB Pokal are also tournaments that we're going to be you know counting. Also, European competition, Conference League, uh, Europa League, and Champions League as well. So, so this it's not as so maybe maybe you don't win. Your matchups, but your team wins trophies. Maybe that can help uh, boost you up in in this competition. So, so that's that's all really it. At the end of all this, at the end of the season, the loser has to sing 
for our end of year episode. So our end of year episode obviously happens in December. Um, so in our end of year episode, uh, the the loser has to sing in three parts of the episode, which is the intro, the outro, obviously. And then before we announce the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award, uh, they have to also do a song before we announce the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award. So that is all that's going to be accumulated into that singing bed. So, for instance, last season's loser is Spencer. Oh, and also the the singer, ha- the loser has to sing the songs that are chosen by the winner of the of of the previous season. So obviously, I won previously. So Spencer has to sing three songs of my choosing for uh for the end of the year episode. And so he already has them. He's already working on them. So so there is that. Um. But yeah, so Arsenal Manchester United will be the first matchup to see uh, uh, who gets a good start to this. So we'll, we'll and and draws do also get also counted as a point. So we'll see how that works out. But but yes, nonetheless, that's how the singing bets work. So if you guys want to know, but we're gonna go ahead and take one more bre- break, and then we'll go ahead and do three up, three down the 2023-24 La Liga jerseys. Let me tell you guys about Belly Up Sports. Belly Up Sports is the internet sports bar. Go ahead and check out the website, www.bellyupsports.com, to read some great articles from great writers all across the country, from hockey, baseball, golf, soccer, you name it. Belly Up Sports is the premier, not your average, website. And we're back. All right, three up, three down, and we're going to do the 2023-24 La Liga kids. So I guess you guys are going to learn a little bit. So me, Edward and Spencer, we like to use football, ar- football kit archive.com. So, so we can see all the kits. It makes it a lot easier for us to just look through it. And so it, it, it's actually pretty, it, it has like some nifty information, man. Like it obviously tells you like all the kids sponsors uh, that, you know, that uh, a lot of the Jersey, the, the the apparel sponsorships that uh these clubs are rocking with like it tells you what clubs are with adidas nike puma all, all etc et it goes on so it also gives you this like people get to also do a vote on it um this necessarily does not is not what a, what, what me edward and spencer judge off of because like we all have our own different opinions on jerseys um but uh, but yeah, so uh, this is what so far in the football archive what they what they're going off of. So the worst jersey, according to them, is Villarreal's third kit, and and to them the best jersey uh, this year, at least voted on so far this year, with Jesus Christ over three thousand more than almost three and a half uh, thousand votes is uh, Real Madrid's uh, home jersey. But we're gonna get started with the three downs, obviously, as we always do, and um. My my first my first down my 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 number three is going to be. I'm actually going to start things off with Getafe's away kit. Um, yeah, just it's different, but it's also kind of hard to read. Uh, the cross is an interesting thing, and it's kind of like they took they really did stick with the same template with all with all three of them, except like obviously. It's it's the same color as the jersey, whereas this one, um, which I mean, obviously it's it's supposed to be represented by the badge. You, obviously, you see that little uh, red and yellow cross there. So, but just 
not a fan of it. It just kind of looks messy to me. Um, my number two, um, Granada's third kid. It's just, it's just, it's just bleh. Um, weirdly enough, one of the few times where I'm just not a fan of, of a, of what Adidas did. I've, I've been liking a lot of what Adidas has done so far this season. Um, and then my number one, uh, this is where things get uh, pretty tricky, but I'm actually gonna, I'm actually going to say, this gets really hard for me because of the fact that like I do like a lot of uh, you know obviously I, I watch La Liga a lot so I kind of see see a lot of it but my number one down is is going to is going to be uh Raul Betsy's away kid this is it, it's yeah it's just not for me that time so yeah Rob so that's my number one all right so my three up uh, for my number three, I um the the one that I like is ah man, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to say Barcelona is a way kid. I I love, I'm very I like very simplistic, uh looks for jerseys, and I like this. I really do like this. It's very clean. It, it's just proper. It, to me, it's class. So, um, obviously, I'm a Real Madrid fan, so of course, I'm gonna like the white jersey but yeah so that's that's my that's my number three my number two um is going to is going to be um let me see let me see there was a jersey that did pop oh yeah so real sociedad real sociedad's away kit um it's very similar to the third one but I don't know. I just love that that navy blue and like the white badge. I always love a white out badge, and it's kind of cool because it kind of goes with that 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 little that that line that that line that just goes right there. So I like that. So really good. And then my number one, of course, is going to be uh, Real Madrid's home kit. Uh, it's what you expect from Real Madrid. It's a home kit. I will say this year is probably. Not my favorite of years when it comes to Real Madrid jerseys. Um, you know, the the black third kit, it, it it's it's cool, but it's just I, I kinda you know, like I feel like you you kind even though technically the 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 away kit is a is a navy kit or it's supposed to be blue, I feel like those two just look like it's a black they both look like black jerseys to me. I feel like they could have done something a little different this time around, but they didn't. But yeah. So that is my my uh my three up right there so that is three up uh three down um yeah so that is the episode man i want to give a shout out to the belly up podcast network check them out at bellyupsports.com follow them on instagram and x at belly up media and at belly up sports uh make sure you guys follow us on instagram and x at insert name fc uh shout out to gold tv man if you guys are either you guys are either listening to us on 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 wherever you get your podcast from or maybe you're checking us out through goals tv it's really cool it is the netflix of soccer content like if you go into you know check it out it's amazing i really like it and also best part right now it's free go ahead and and create an account and if you guys have been looking for soccer content 
and you just maybe that that YouTube algorithm it algorithm is not doing it for you. Well, that's why you have Goals TV. So go ahead and check them out. Also, give them a follow on Instagram at goals.tv, G-O-L-Z dot TV, and on the X at goals, G-O-L-Z underscore TV. So you guys can go ahead and check them out and keep yourselves updated with a lot of great content. Uh, a lot of original content as well. Yanks is the round table, the wake up MLS show, um, and all, and so much more, uh, other great con- uh, content creators, not so, not even, you know, along with their original content, but also greater, uh, content creators that they have as well. Um, whether you're trying to learn more about MLS or you're trying to learn about, uh, the American perspective in, 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 in soccer, you guys can go ahead and ch- our football. I know some of you guys like football, so Go ahead and check it out. Um, also, Roosevelt Spencer, man, the reason why we have this, these dope intros and these dope outros is because of Roosevelt Spencer, man. Uh, puts out some great work, and obviously he has to try to make our singing voices sound a little bit better in our singing bed. So go ahead and follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, at that guy dope. So you can get some some really sick beat work done, whether you're trying to get into the music business or maybe you're trying to create a podcast or maybe you're trying to get into YouTube, whatever it is. The best thing you can do is to have an original beat, and that's what Spencer does for you. It's going to be great. Uh, I guarantee it. Uh, you know, if you guys listen to our intros and outros, then you would definitely know that we love Spencer. So, so much so that he is the namesake of the Player of the Year Award, the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award, who has only been won by Robert Lewandowski so far. But that's it. That's a great, great person to be affiliated with Spencer. But, yeah, so go ahead and give him a follow and message him if you guys need any beat work done. But that's all I got, man. That this is episode 142. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, man, uh, you know, Luis Rubiales, you gotta step down, man. Just you, that's all you can do at this point. So uh, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Catch us next week for episode 143, um, which would be recapping the transfers, obviously. It's the end. You know, transfer window will be closed by by this week. By by the time this episode drops on Friday, the, the transfer window is already closed for 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 Europe. Uh, I think MLS still does their own transfer window, has their own transfer window going on. But um, so there's that going on. Um, and obviously, so I just got I just got the confirmation. I'm leaving next Thursday to El Salvador to go. You know, go see family and and, and you know maybe I I I think I just really need some time away. And I think that this, you know, going to El Salvador, going back to my roots, it's going to be really beneficial to me. So um, I had an opportunity to, to like go for it and I'm taking it, you know, so that's what, that's what I'm doing. So, uh, you know, I, I feel like I really need this uh, personally and, um, and that's why I'm more, more inclined to do it. So I'm going to go ahead and, and take advantage of a chance that I really don't get to do a lot, especially when I do since, since I started working and that's to be able to like, you know, go see, go see home, uh, where, where my mom calls home. So called home. So, um, but yeah, uh, so new episode next week, after that probably have like a little bit of a break just because I'll be, I'll be away for obvious reasons. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Catch us next week for episode 143. Take care guys. Oh
I don't know. 